0: Here we go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Ithaca podcast, your local podcast for entertainment in the greater Ithaca, New York area. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Sean, your host, and joining me is my ever-knowledgeable co-host, Pete. This week we'll be discussing some upcoming concerts in Ithaca and exploring the Fillmore Glen State Park. We're also excited to bring our special treat. Uh, Ten minutes from now, we'll be interviewing Chris O'Brien from Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad diving into their unique sound previewing, their upcoming show, a Deep Dive, here in Ithaca. Let's get started.
1: Yes, Sean, sure. I, I can tell you're nervous. You said you were nervous before we were doing our, our first interview this We have week. a
0: celebrity on the show today, <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little nervous.
1: <laughs> right on. All right, so good stuff. Well, once again, we're here at the Canopy Hotel in downtown Ithaca. Very nice of them to, to host us every As other always. week here and give us these plush accommodations. Um, So for all of our listeners out there, thank you for joining us today. We're really excited. We're doing something a little bit different this week. We are gonna give you a breakdown of concerts and entertainment that's going on over the next couple weeks. Uh, we're also going to at the end of the call, please stick with us. We're going to uh, preview or, or review one of the local hiking spots that Sean's picked out for us. Uh, but in between that, we actually have an interview with Chris O'Brien, drummer of Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. So super excited to have him on with us Very excited. coming up here in about 10 minutes from now. So I think at this point, we're just going to dive right into uh, what we have coming up. Let's uh, do it. So right off the top, deep dive. Yes. Seems to be the most popular uh, venue that we cover here. They seem to have the most going on every week. That's true. Uh, They're generally the first website that I check out. Uh, So coming up here on Thursday, December 21st, uh, there's actually a fish cover band, which I'm really excited about. They're called (laughs) Nectar, and they're doing their third annual Festivus event. PH. Yeah, with a PH, (laughs) that's right. And... uh, So they're going to be uh, playing a show on Thursday. It's $9 in advance, $15 a day of the show, uh, $10 with a student ID, 18 plus. And they're Ithaca's premier fish tribute band. They're made up of four musicians who are very well known in the Ithaca music scene. Uh, They put their own unique twist on the vast uh, music catalog of fish. And one of the things I really like about their shows is they come in with a stellar light production. Uh, they bring in Ari Kisseloff and Kristen Lovelace Ross uh, to cre- create the fish experience as best they can. So we know it won't be the true fish experience, but hey, it's great. It's gonna be Thursday night, uh, right here in Ithaca, December first, 21st. First day of winter. <laughs> That's right, first <laughs> day of winter. That's right, today's the shortest day of the year, right? Is the solstice? No. Uh, I oh,
0: thought no, the shortest so day is twenty-first. the yeah. So Thursday is the, the shortest day of the year.
1: Yeah. Exciting. Nice. So, yeah, what else do we have coming up? Oh, so we're going to talk a little bit about this more later, but Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad yep. is playing Friday, December 29th, here in Ithaca at Deep Dive. Yes. They're also playing the following night at Ironworks in Buffalo, New York. So, for all of our Buffalo friends who may be listening in, sweet who oh, I've been spamming the link to, telling them <laughs> to check out what we have going on down here. Check it out. Um, I have a couple of friends that are gonna be going to the Buffalo show as well. So, there's two chances to check out Panda uh, here coming up in about a week and a half. I'm probably gonna go up to Buffalo for that show. So, okay. hoping to catch back-to-back Panda shows. Um, Let's see here. Uh, also, next week, Scuba Jerry presents a very Jerry <laughs> Christmas, as they're labeling it. I really like the poster they had for this. They had a snowboarder yeah. on the front. Yeah. It's very dope. Yeah, I was digging that. Uh, that show is Saturday, December 23rd. It's also a deep dive. Uh, it's an early show, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m.
0: Perfect for me. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, we dig that. And uh, from looking at the flyer, they said, don't forget your Hawaiian shirts. Check. Uh, Ugly sweaters are also allowed. Check. And uh, Birkenstocks. Uh, I don't have any, but might get some. <laughs> probably with socks, considering the weather. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, always a good time. Uh, you know, Scuba Jerry, they've been together, I think, only for about a year. Which is weird. Y- yeah, like, they've got so much momentum. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, they, this is their first time playing Deep Dive. Yep. It's probably the biggest room that they've played here in Ithaca. Okay. And I feel like they've gotten a lot of momentum. I mean, between... Um, every guy in the band if every guy in the band brings five people right they're all locals right, right? so right away they just have a great following uh, i know my wife Joanna's going to bring some bubbles yes they're going to have some great bubbles. yeah they're going to have some great uh posters uh for sale uh definitely going to be a good time Dude, so i can't wait yeah bring your your dancing shoes come join us uh sean and i will both be there yes so that's pretty much what we have going on the next we week PAHC and a half hey, or so. Can.
0: Are you wearing an ugly sweater or a wine shirt?
1: I don't know. probably an ugly sweater. Okay. I, I got like a I was a, leaning
0: toward that as well.
1: I got like a red sweater with a reindeer on it.
0: Sweet. I got <laughs> a vintage Miller Light sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Perfect. Nice. All right. So we got a lot going on. We have we have Christmas coming up, we have New Year's Eve coming up. Um Pete, what's some uh, New Year's Eve events that are, are coming in town that you can talk about?
1: Yeah, so uh, there's shaping up to be a nice a New Year's Eve in terms of a live show. So uh, one of the shows that I'm really looking forward to is NACO and Medicine for the People. Uh, this band actually has a local connection. Uh, TJ, who does the promotion over at Deep Dive, is the trombone player in this band. Nice. And um, really looking forward to this. For those of you who aren't familiar, uh, NACO Medicine for the People is an American world music group. It's a six-member band that's headed by frontman NACO Bear, and their music is globally inspired fusion and their eclectic blend of music and activism. Uh, it's formed by frontman NACO Bear, and they offer a 21st century medicine show for the mind and the soul, combining various music styles with a strong message of social and environmental consciousness. So I was first introduced to this band on Sirius Satellite Radio. probably. Sirius? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jam on Channel 17. Sweet. uh, Well, formerly known as 17. Okay. I think they got bumped to 309 now. But uh, in any event, yeah, I'm a big fan of their music, and it's great that they have a local connection here. They're actually playing two nights. So Knock Bear is going to be playing a solo show on December 30th, and then on the 31st for New Year's Eve, they're doing NACO and medicine for the people with friends. So there's going to be guest appearances Nice. and that's going to be a great time. Uh, last time they played last year, I think it was around this time. I'm not exactly sure when it was, but the soul sh- the, the shows sold out. Mm-hmm. I think they had two or three shows. I think they added a second show or a third show. So, um, tickets are available now at deep dive com. Don't sleep on this one. If you're thinking about going so get your tickets fast, yeah, definitely okay. get your tickets now. So, um, and then in terms of other shows for New Year's Eve, The Upstairs uh, is having a great show with The New Planets, are <laughs> one of my favorite bands here locally, uh, Homegrown Music, and Rose and the Bros is also gonna be bringing their <laughs> Zydeco uh, flavor to the stage. Uh, both of these bands we've talked about at uh, nauseam, I feel like at this point on this, uh, on this show, but super excited to have them playing. And then also our buddy Lil Stupid Ass is going to be opening up. So uh, (laughs) come come check out those synth sounds early and it's going to be a great night for music uh, all around.
0: Great. So we have a lot of stuff to uh, end 2023 with a bang and then start 2024 with a nice step in the right direction. Uh, What about any uh, other shows or festivals announcements coming up for 2024?
1: Yeah, so um, I was super excited to see that Ithaca Reggae Fest actually, for the earliest ever, they've announced their tickets are on sale. They've set the date. Uh, Ithaca Reggae Fest is coming back this year. Um, I believe it's the sixth annual, if if I'm right. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, And that will be Friday and Saturday, June 21st and 22nd. And there is a limited number of early bird tickets available now for $20, which is an absolute steal. Uh, definitely, those tickets are going to sell out. So, if you're thinking about going to Reggae Fest this year, jump on those right now at ethicareggaefest.com. They will go up uh, to $30 once the early bird tickets are sold out. And then at the gate, they're actually gonna be $50, so. it's quite the jump. Yeah, don't yeah. wait. You know, if you think you're bringing, you wanna bring a couple of your friends, right? Like, yeah. and you're trying to recruit your friends to come with you, and if you wait till the last week, it's $50 a person, right? Yeah, it's... like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be, people are gonna be like, him and han, and making yeah. excuses, so buy a couple tickets. I actually bought four. And it's just, no. <laughs> just for me and my wife, but I wanted to make sure that if I have friends in town
0: voice of experience <laughs> Yeah, If I
1: have friends in town. I don't want them hemming and Han. Yeah about not being able to afford it So Smart I got a couple man. extra tickets in my back pocket here nice. So the um, giant panda actually uh, Played headline that festival last year.
0: No kidding. Yeah, so okay. we'll be
1: talking a little bit more about that Very cool. So I think at this point We're just going to go ahead and get into our interview with Chris O'Brien. Yes. The drummer of Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. For those of you who are not familiar, uh, Giant Panda is a local reggae band. They're known for their unique blend of reggae, dub, and roots music. They were formed in Rochester, New York in the early 2000s. And the band has carved out a distinct niche in the reggae and jam scenes. Their music is characterized by a deep respect for traditional reggae rhythms, combined with a love for improvisational ethos of the jam band scene. So it's like, it's, they have such a unique sound. Uh, I've been a fan of them for a super long time. Nice. Um, they've had a very extensive career that I've been following for about the past 20 years now. Wow. Uh, their 2012 album, In These Times, peaked at number five on the Reggae Albums chart. 2014, Steady, topped the number one spot on the Reggae Albums chart. Nice. Uh, in 2016, Make It Better, Again, claimed the number one position on the reggae albums chart. And as recently as 2022, or is it 2021, uh, Love and Time also claimed the number one spot. Okay. And uh, on that album, they worked with Anthony B., Clinton Firon, Al- Barosi, and The Movement. So they've had a very uh, successful career. I feel like they're at the top of the North American reggae scene. Uh, they've also played reggae on the rocks at Red Rocks. And... Um, they also, last year as I mentioned, they headlined the Ithaca Reggae Festival, and what was really really re- unique about that show was they were dubbed out by the legendary Dubmaster Scientist. It was such <laughs> a treat, we nice. had such a good time. And uh, their success isn't limited to reggae, though. In 2015, their album Bright Days, while not reaching the top of the reggae chart, still managed to secure a spot on the top Heat Seekers albums chart, showcasing their ability to appeal to broader audiences. So love it. I mean I could go on and on about this band like I am yeah. serious. I absolutely love these guys. They've had seven full-length albums, they've had two live albums, and today we're honored to have Chris O'Brien, yes. the drummer for Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad.
0: Drum roll, please.
1: <laughs> he is known Drum for his, roll. <laughs> what's up, Chris? He is known for his Beat skillful on. and energetic playing style as the backbone of the band's rhythm section. O'Brien's drumming is integral to their sound, providing both a solid foundation and creative flourishes that enhance their music. His ability to blend traditional reggae rhythms with other influences helps create the unique sound that Panda is known for. So without further ado, Chris O'Brien, great to have you on the show. How are you today?
2: so great to be here. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Always It was a pleasure to talk with you. Appreciate the uh, couple decades of support, Pete. <laughs> you're making us both feel old. I know, right? Uh, I can't believe it. It's, it's, <laughs> <been a, laughs> it's been a pleasure to have you along the way the whole time, man. Really, we appreciate your support so much.
1: Uh, you're welcome. Um, Love us. Re- really this. enjoyed all the shows back at Club Infinity up in Buffalo in the early, mid-2000s. Uh, uh, always great to to connect with you guys um, over the years and um, so without further ado I think we're just gonna hop right into these uh, questions Sean why don't you take it away with our first question here for Chris
0: sounds good Chris uh, buddy uh, can you take us back to the early days of Panda like how did the panda come together like what was the initial steps in form the group like can you kind of go you know the the initial steps of just starting your musical uh, musical journey please
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I formed the band with my brother and James, who is still the bass player. Uh, Dylan Savage, who is still the guitar player, joined on right after that. I mean, basically your classic uh, American band story. We grew up together and we were jamming. We were playing a bunch of different types of tunes. We were playing some rock. We got into some fusion. And um, when we were in our late teenage years, we got into you know, 70s reggae. <laughs> and one thing led to another. James, uh, being an Ithaca college student, went to Ghana in 2001. Okay. And pretty much when he was there, we were like, okay, we're going to be a reggae band when you <laughs> when you come back. Yeah. Um, Love it. Me and my brother were living above a ruckus bar in downtown Rochester where we shouldn't <laughs> have been. And, uh, Proper. listening to a bunch of Lee Scratch Perry and, burning Spear, and uh we just kind of tried it you know and one thing led to another and uh it, it was really Ithaca based honestly our many huh. of our our first concert as giant panda gorilla dub squad was definitely in Ithaca that's awesome and um yeah we, love it. we, yeah, we pretty much got it got our roots there man hell yeah I <laughs> love it
1: And um, as the drummer, uh, who have been your biggest musical influences uh, or who did you guys look up to back in those times when you were first getting together as a band uh, and what kind of shaped your style? And um, it's a two part question, actually. And in addition to that, are there any drummers that are currently touring now that uh, you really admire?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, over the years, I'm 39, I listen to a bunch of different types of music. And it is always funny, every once in a while, a couple times a year, I'll be listening to some music that I've listened to forever and be like, oh, wow, this person had a huge influence on my drumming, and I guess I've really never acknowledged it. Um, So, like, right off the top of my head, like, a couple odd ones that you wouldn't associate with a reggae drummer, per se, North American reggae drummer, being, like, legitimately huge influences. Um DJ Shadow. Yeah. Uh, Zigaboo <laughs> Modeliste from the Meters. Oh yeah. Um I don't even know who Fiona Apple's drummer is, dude, but I've influenced my drumming. Love so it. yeah, there's like there, there's a bunch of funny ones. There's a bunch of, you know, obvious ones and people that are dear friends of mine. Joe Camino has been a huge influence on me. Joe plays um with Dub Trio, but also has played a lot with Modest Yahoo, um, yes. he did the European tour with the Fugees. He's just Fugees. one of those amazing human beings who happens to be, like, one of the best drummers in the world. <laughs> um, with the internet, you know, you can just, like, jump on the internet and see any of these jazz dudes. Um, I, I followed a guy named Dan Weiss out of New York City closely. I was lucky yeah. enough to take some lessons with a guy named Ted Poor, who went to Eastman School of Music in Rochester. And he's out in Seattle just literally annihilating the jazz drum scene. <laughs> um, nice. I, I believe he's touring with Madison Cunningham, who's doing really well right now. But um, what I was going to say is you can just go on an Instagram and see like a seven-year-old who's like way better than me at the drums. So <laughs> l- lately, I've been just taking my influence from like the world, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, wow, look at this freaking kid. And I show my kids, you know. I'm just like, yeah, that's wow. That's so cool.
1: That is awesome.
2: It is, it is cool, you know. If you if you can curate your toxic social media to just kind of <laughs> inspire true. you, um, it, it you. can be useful, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, that being said, I've got I've got a, I've got a good quick one. Um, yeah, one that is inspiring me. That is currently touring hard. Um, I I saw the band Boy Genius. Play Saturday Night Live as pretty much the rest of the world wow. did uh, uh, a okay. couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago I was not, was a there. Month I ago. Was not okay. there in person yeah, my phone um, shout out Team Pixel, me and Pete uh, <laughs> my phone like knew that me and my kids like Boy Genius so it pushed their um, viral SNL performance on me very hard, I didn't even really acknowledge that I was watching it the night after it happened but anyway um, I watched this and Boy Genius uh, is Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker, three ladies um, doing the big-time girl power thing. Yes. It's very cool. They have a full girl band, and they are so good. They rock <laughs> so hard. Um, so I watched this Saturday Night Live performance. No joke, Like I picked up my kids and was like, yo, guys, I'm going to blow your mind right now because <laughs> the performance is so good. Yeah. Um, me and my nine-year-old. I, I I had the chance to get presale tickets to see them, and I didn't because you know New York City, Madison Square Garden, right. indie rock show, whatever. Right. I was right. like, we, I, I was like, dude, we screwed up. We should have gone to that show. They were totally <laughs> rocking. Okay, so it's that 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 happened on Saturday, and it's Sunday, little old Rochester, New York. I go see Mike Doty, who. Um, is in, was in Soul Coughing back in the day, if you're familiar with them.
1: I'm um, not, but, no, but I'm sure some New- of our New- listeners are.
2: <laughs> yes, they are. New York City punk rock, you would definitely recognize not, not Not punk rock. New York City, before it was safe rock and roll. Yeah. Um, okay. It's very outspoken. Uh, yeah, check it out. You'll dig it. Anyway, I'm seeing Mike Doty at Flower City Station in downtown Rochester, like 300-person room and uh, the, the band comes out, and this female drummer comes out and just starts annihilating the drums. Yes. And I um, lean over to my friend Clay Patrick McBride, who is a photographer who is friends with Mike Doty, and went early to take their pictures, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yo, dude, funny. I saw an incredible drummer female drummers on Saturday Night Live just last night. And he goes, That's the same girl. <laughs> and I was like, What do you what do you mean? And he's like, What was the name of the band, bro? And I was like, Boy Genius. And he's like, Yeah, that's their drummer. Oh, that's why. And I was like, Okay. No, no way. So I like straight fanboyed into the backstage after the show <laughs> and hung out with Madden Klaus, who is an absolute monster of a drummer. Like Full sold out MSG. I was Uh, like, "Yo, I'm sorry, you were on Saturday Night Live last night." And she's like, "Yeah, dude. Um, no biggie. (laughs) Unbelievable and so nice, so cool. I was, I was, I'm like, still, like, I still have goosebumps from it. I'm just like, wow, dude. And the the tone, like, again, for those of you that know soul coughing, she nailed the soul coughing drum tone, which is so specific. Yeah, she nailed it. So hard, whereas like 12 hours previous, she was nailing the boy genius performance. And I say to anyone listening, check out the boy <laughs> genius performance of SNL. The, uh, Julian Baker, literally in the middle of the stage, turns around and looks at Madden Cloth and claps. Because she obviously, to anyone watching, leads the performance. Top of the mix, just yeah. crushing the drums. Dude, that, that, yeah, that, that is my current modern that is my current touring inspiration <laughs>
1: Dude, that is awesome i'm so glad that you had something so relevant you t- we talk about current like that is yeah like, as in the past month. so it sounds like you have an extremely diverse range when it comes to your drumming influences that's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: yeah definitely for sure
0: so you actually kind of answered uh, one of my questions I had, um, but I don't, I don't know if you have another example. So I was gonna say, uh, Chris, throughout your time with Panda, what has been like one of your most memorable moments or performances for you, like personally? Like.
1: And we're talking, we're going back 20 years here, so we realize yeah. we're so really do asking don't, you yeah, go over the over exactly. the just pick and, one. <laughs> but
2: yeah. Um, yeah, no, you you mentioned reggae on the rocks, which is an uh, annual, I believe, the longest annual running thing at Red Rocks. It's like a little all-day reggae festival. Yeah. And we got to play that, um, and it was absolutely a dream come true. And I'm pretty sure me hitting my snare drum was like the first <laughs> loud noise of the day when we set up. Yeah. Um, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, we played we played a festival, Rossberry, which turned into Electric Forest. Yeah. Um, and I remember we played that a long time ago. And we were one of the first bands like we usually are on those huge festivals. Yeah. And we watched I remember playing our set, like they were like, It's go time, guys. And <laughs> it was like the exact moment they like opened the like centeroo, if you will. Uh, um, what year like was the, this? The, the the main the main area or whatever. And so we started playing our set to an empty field and like out of like a zombie apocalypse movie, like Thousands of people like pop through the woods.
1: That's <laughs> amazing. Walking oh towards my gosh! Us nice. and Play and they will
2: that come. That was a very very long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, whoa, there are people here. Cool. And um that's yeah, right. that was a big one. And uh sorry, sorry. No, go, uh, ahead. go ahead. Clinton Farron, you also mentioned um we did a nice a nice run with Clinton Farron, who's a living reggae legend from modern times and back in the day absolutely um, jamming jamming drum and bass me on drums clinton Farron on bass that is a lifetime uh, achievement level up for me and it was something i will always remember
1: that's amazing yeah i definitely love your collaborations with clinton <laughs> uh that has been uh, some of the best stuff that you guys have put out even on the most recent album that you guys had that music video that you guys did was really great uh so nice it really
2: was james kept that james kept that close to the numbers man i didn't know that was a thing until i saw it
1: (laughs) oh hell yeah nice yeah that was yeah very cool all right so um yeah go ahead did you have something else
2: yeah yeah no i'm sorry um clinton what's cool about that music video is clinton recorded his stuff in paris wow gala De Brotree recorded his video in Ghana, dude. So that is wow. like a seriously international tune with a seriously international video.
1: So cool. That is cool. That is great stuff. And what was the name it of that is. song?
2: That is Chance chance uh, that's D-A-N-T-S. right
1: and that's off your latest um, album so check that out check that video out it's on youtube it's chance by giant panorilla dark Scott. squad yeah do it. <laughs> great video uh, yep. i also have that vinyl which is amazing you guys have like that smoked out like see-through vinyl i could like hold it up and look out the window to my backyard and see the green of the trees <laughs> yeah. straight through the vinyl nice. that was the awesome. first time that's i'd awesome. ever seen anything like that that was pretty amazing right
2: That's cool, yeah. I was stoked with the smoky vinyl. Yeah, it's cool how many different options there are for that.
1: So I know that you guys are always working on new music, and you did just come out with a new album last year, Uh, but what do you guys have next for Panda? Are there any upcoming projects or tours or anything that's going on that fans could be excited about?
2: Always. Um, But the reality is we're going to play these two shows, we're going to kind of hunker down for the winter. We're going to focus on content. Yes. And you know, man, we're all we're all Kids fully grown adults and yes. there are more small pandas than band member pandas. That's right. And that you know, a harsh reality and um the, the you know, I feel like this might be um I might again be answering a follow-up question, a harsh reality of being in a band in 2023. Is that one little snippet of content on a Monday morning could do more than getting in the van with everybody, renting a bunch of hotels, eating a bunch of gas station food, and being gone from your family for like a week? Yeah. You might have more, you might make more fans and literally make more money posting some silly video on Instagram. (laughs) Um,. Or or a really awesome one, you know? I'm not dissing (laughs) any of that stuff. I'm just saying, like, I say to my guys every once in a while, we go play a tough weekend, and I'm like, guys, we could get together on a Monday and Tuesday and make some really cool stuff that, like, honestly could end up making more waves than the... Festival in Missouri, we just played. Yeah, you know? a very
0: <laughs> astute and good point that you just made, Chris.
1: And I definitely enjoy following you guys along uh, online. You guys are always pumping out good content. It's always great to connect with you guys online. We really appreciate that presence on there, even if you're not touring or not in the studio. <laughs> but
2: uh, we'll definitely yeah, be. Yeah, you know, we we it ebbs and flows. We're good at it, and then bad at it for a long time. James, <laughs> God bless him, is definitely like. the leader of the band in every way who keeps that momentum going even when it feels dry you know
1: absolutely well i'll tell you in the 20 years that i've been following you guys it has never felt dry i feel like you guys are always coming out with new stuff every few years always touring uh one of the great things about living in ithaca is that you guys play the grassroots festival every year i think that's one of the longest running concurrent playing Bands at grassroots festival, so always great to have you guys there yeah, every year. Yeah, kudos
0: to you guys, Chris. Um, that's 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 definitely always, tough.
2: Always love grassroots. And and let me just jump back to some of the shows you guys were saying. Rose and Bros love it. Absolutely. Um, my man Max Max Childs is opening for Naco on the thirtieth. Oh, nice! Um, I did not really. Actually, thank you for
1: plugging that.
2: Yeah, he played keys with us over the summer, and he's actually playing keys with us. On the 29th at Deep Dive. Okay. Oh, um, so that will be awesome. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Max is a really cool dude. He just recorded his own live album. Yeah, at Deep Dive. we featured we that here Alex
1: on the show Alice. actually.
2: Exactly. Yeah, so that, was, that was pretty pretty epic. Um. Lastly, twenty dollars tickets to Reggae Festival is just real life
1: yeah I know right (laughs) like get them when you can I'm like
2: I'll take them all
1: (laughs) I know that they don't normally book bands on back to back years so if you guys don't end up playing this year please come down
2: maybe I'll just end up jamming if you guys don't
1: have shows elsewhere please come down and stay and uh, just so you know I've extended this offer before you guys are always welcome to stay we have extra places to stay so definitely hit me up if you need a place to stay Nice,
2: (laughs) love that bro you're the best
0: (laughs) All right, Chris, I got to ask you, man. Uh, do you have a favorite Panda song that you like to perform? And if so, what makes it stand out for you personally?
2: You know, it's really funny. Um, I, I I feel like it changes from time to time. Sure. I feel like whenever we bust out a new tune, <laughs> um, that's a really fun one for a while. Right. But, the, 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 of course, the funny reality when you've been in a band for 20 years we have like a million songs and <laughs> my favorite ones are usually the ones we're not playing okay. like i always find myself um you know because i don't write the songs so it's like i def i don't have the final say right. but i always find myself begging dylan to play solution or trouble deep or begging yes dylan <laughs> trouble deep all That's... my life oh you know my there's, gosh. There's like there's my brother, who we formed the band with, but it hasn't been in the band for like a decade, is like, "Dude, you guys have so many bangers! You don't Seriously, play, yeah." And, and <laughs> I, I totally agree. I just feel like these guys, when they write a freshie, they like to get it out, and you know, it's it's nice to think that your newest stuff is. The freshest and what people want to hear the most, but. Well, you know, you I, I got seven, seven and I, I've got a solution 40, for this.
1: I've got a solution for this. <laughs> I think, you what
2: know,
1: you gotta, we got to get like a Panda Festival. I know there's a lot of logistics involved with that. I know that uh, there's just so much involved with something like this, but. I would love it if you guys had a panda festival. You know what I mean? Do the thing where you're, where you're playing like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then you can come and you can get you're not wrong, all man. the songs that you want to hear. I mean, you're playing these shows where you play for an hour and a half, two hours. That's great. But I feel like I need like a, a three nights of panda. So I'm going to reach out to you guys. We're going to try and get something going
2: here. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're totally right. It, it is—we are well overdue on our little party turning into a regional festival, turning into a real thing. You know, if we had done it ten years ago, we'd be having our tenth one this year. But um, yeah, like you said, we are musicians, and there is a lot that goes into that. We've put out the initial feelers a few times before right. and I kind of just hold back. Um,
1: right, but well, you're
2: right, dude. I get up—I mean, we get up there and play for hundred and fifty minutes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, we didn't. There, there's a lot of lot of stuff we didn't play. You know,
1: absolutely.
2: So it's funny. My new band with my brother, we get up and play every single song that we have in our library, and we're like, okay, that's over. And people are like, it.
1: encore, encore. You're like, that's all of our songs. Yeah, <laughs>
2: we're like, you don't want an encore because it'll be we'll be phoning it in. You know, right.
1: All right, yeah. so we've talked a little bit about, you talked a little bit earlier on in the show about how Ithaca had an impact uh, on you guys early on. How has the local culture or the music scene influenced you guys with playing the reggae fest so many times, playing grassroots festival? Like, what has Ithaca meant to you guys as a band?
2: I mean, it really, we are Rochester kids, but there is no other place at Rochester that has, shaped this band even closely beside Ithaca, New York. Um, I was driving up playing castaways when I was in high school. And David Gould was one of our original reggae men. David Gould is the first person who came out and saw us and was like, okay, you guys are officially a reggae band. This is reggae. You are playing reggae. Yeah. He gave us a mix. He gave us a CD. He was like, if you don't know these tunes... Learn them. You, you need to know them. This yes. is, these are reggae classics, and you can't be in a reggae band and not know these tunes. And it was like 20 tunes, and now I know every best of them, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, Kevin Kinsella, like, literally a, a life goal of mine when I was 17 years old was to release something on ITown Records. Yes. And you guys had a great performance Um,
1: last year at uh, Grassroots. You guys were the backing band for him. I've never seen the infield so filled in uh, at that time uh, of day. That that was was such a great show.
2: It really was. um, And we got to do it the the rest of that weekend, too. We went on a little run with Kevin, and I wish we had done it in the reverse order because we really dialed it in over the weekend. And we slayed... So hard on that Saturday in New Hampshire with him or the next Saturday rather. Yes. Um. Yeah, we really dialed that in, and it's always it's always bittersweet when you do like four shows with someone, and at the end of the fourth set, you're like, "Damn, we should really like take that on the road." It's like, yeah, we just did. Yeah. <laughs> so well,
1: for what it's worth, I think you guys could definitely take that on the road. Maybe that's something yeah, you guys I'd, should try and work out like for next year. Uh, I mean, I think to me that's like.
2: Great new material.
1: Absolutely. It's the best of both worlds. And um, Kevin plays Grassroots every year. I'm not sure how that collaboration uh, worked out last year, but uh, next time I see Kevin here in Ithaca, I'm going to say, hey, see if you can get Panda to back you up. If the stars align, you guys are in (laughs) town when he plays. Sometimes I know that you guys play Grassroots on like a Thursday, and then you've got to head out of town and go play other festivals, but would love to see you guys back out there at the infield again this year. So super good me, stuff me too
2: man
1: <laughs> uh, so we have just a few more questions here for you thank you so much for taking so much time to to meet with us today we were curious if you have any uh, pre-show rituals or routines that help you guys get ready for your shows
2: you know man that's a great question and it, uh, I have like an awkward funny answer <laughs> oh, this um, is great this I, is what we're going for here yeah. <laughs> give us the, the dirt I, we, we do like a funny hands in and like a like lately Eli has been like leading a like breathing exercise yes. and I feel to me and I've never even said this out loud to me they're like <laughs> kind of cheesy and we don't really do them we're like doing it to pretend we did it yeah, Whereas yeah. My, Chris O'Brien's actual pre-show, pre-show ritual is like silence like by myself like you know I, could, I keep walking that. out the back door like over and over again I, and, like, oftentimes I'm, you'll be really tired on the road, and I've, <laughs> sure. I've learned that my body can do this thing where I go from, like, exhausted to, like, full blast of energy. Yeah. So I usually am, like, in a weird, floaty, quiet state, and then, like, I'm like, okay, we're actually going on in, like, 120 seconds, and my body, <laughs> like shoots energy through it. And I like do a couple jumping jacks and I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah. right. <laughs> I've definitely seen it's you guys. Funny, man. Yeah, we do. I said so like, yeah, I do not have like a good healthy one. Well, it's I funny. wish that I did.
1: I-, I have seen you guys do your huddle. I noticed before I've been yeah. backstage before at the reggae fest and some other shows, you guys definitely huddle up together. You do like a moment where you all come together, which I think is really amazing and just kind of get dialed in right before the show. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not I'm not distant my guys, you know, it's always <laughs> nice to take a minute with your boys. And oftentimes James does um, you know, give us a little pep talk that is obviously straight from the heart and meaningful. Um Let's go to number 10. And I I'm, I'm all about the deep breathing, dude. I'm just, you know, that is just I'm just being real with you. Me before a show, I'm often like in a, some weird zone that I can't really describe.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously, right on. All right, so Sean, you got another question here for us? Yeah, um, and we got two more on our super long list here. Thank you for sticking with us.
0: Yeah, man, Chris. Uh, oh yeah, so man, much. I
2: appreciate it. Anyone that made it made it this far, thank you. you know?
0: <laughs> All right, so always
2: down to chat.
0: Cool, Chris. Uh, as we mentioned on the top of the show, you have had a show coming up in Ithaca soon. Uh, what? F- what can fans expect from the performance? Is there anything special planned for the show at Deep Dive in Ithaca and the following night at Ironworks in Buffalo?
2: There is. There definitely is. Nice. Um, we are going to pull some tricks out of the old hat. Okay. Um, yes. I'm not going to spoil nice. anything now, yeah, but dumps a, no as, we've, <laughs> <laughs> as we've discussed, there's the a lot of material. And yeah, got to come to that show. Um, yeah, it should be really fun. It should yeah. be a really fun time. I. I I've never not had a fun time in that room. So, <laughs> I mean um, I will I'm, say I'm sure it will be fun.
1: you guys bring the heat to every show. I mean, you you have the big band most of the time when you guys are out, especially these upstate New York shows. you always bring in the big brass band. Uh, you always have a lot totally. of guests. It's a family affair. so I can't wait. I wouldn't miss it for anything. super excited and uh
2: yeah pete and i think you
1: had (laughs) mentioned that you actually have a show coming up in february deep dive uh what's going on with that show yeah please tell us
2: yeah yeah just quickly um i did start another band with my brother it's all his tunes we are called flying object yes we're we're on instagram called uh, flying object is a band is the handle okay and uh yeah it's funny you know um it's 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 funny I I'm privileged to have my brother as like one of my favorite songwriters of. yeah it, it's a bizarre thing I wish I could do what he does but hey at least I'm his brother and do you know um, the date on that show Pete I think it's February 2nd it might be February 3rd we are opening for the reggae band bumpin ugly yes okay right okay. on
1: can't yeah. wait
2: yeah so That will be super fun, and um, I'm having a really good time playing with my brother. It's been a really long time. Kind of COVID got it going. I got a little rehearsal space, and we just started jamming on Monday mornings. Yeah, One thing led to another, (laughs) and uh, we started taking gigs. So, yeah, we're having a lot of fun.
1: I like it. So good. Well, Chris. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on with us. Yeah, uh, thanks, Chris. Me and Sean started up this podcast maybe a couple months ago. This is probably our seventh or eighth episode. Yeah. Uh, we really felt like leading up to this week that we had actually hit the big time here because we like had a guest. <laughs> yeah. And we had like a celebrity oh, this guest is so cool. from from this my is... favorite band. So.
2: I <laughs> am very very humbled to, to be called a celebrity and uh, very happy to be here with you guys. And I, appreciate I appreciate so much. Opening the next chapter of your podcast, and hopefully you will get some more epic interviews. On yeah, that.
0: Chris, thank you so much, brother. i Can't yeah. wait to meet you, man.
1: Right on, Chris.
2: <laughs> My pleasure. All right, Sean, Pete, take care, you guys. Take care, brother.
0: Take care, Chris.
1: Thanks again. <laughs>
2: Peace.
1: So cool, man. Yeah, that was that, fun. That was a lot of fun.
0: We have to do that more often.
1: Yeah, if we should. It's just been such a cool journey over here the past couple months uh, doing this podcast with you, Sean, and uh, being able to bring in somebody like this has been really awesome. Yeah. And uh, so don't forget to get your tickets to Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad, deepdiveethica.com coming up at the end of the month. Uh, super excited. Oh, I'm excited. So, so, hey, thank you, everybody who stuck <laughs> with us so far today. Yeah. Uh Sean came to me at being in the show he said hey we're, I think we're gonna take a lot of time uh, you know working on this interview with Chris and doing this interview he's like what do you think you know should we just skip the hiking spot this week I said no Sean I'm like people want to hear about the hiking spots and in fact I know there's some people who are really looking forward to okay, the, okay. the spot that you've picked out um, my, I'm gonna give a shout out real quick my father-in-law uh, Joe He's actually uh, been talking with my brother-in-laws, the Page brothers. Page one and Page two. Page one and Page two. Boys. And uh, I think they've been taking notes, actually,
2: no of, of
1: the different spots right. to hit up. So, okay. uh, I just want you to know that all the work that you're putting in each week to coming up with these really it's very minimal kind of odd <laughs> hiking spots. <laughs> <I swear.
0: laughs>
1: You've got this great catalog of lean tos and trails. Yeah. And um, so, tell me, what is the hiking spot that you picked out for us this week?
0: So, for this week, I picked out Fillmore Glen State Park, which is in the town of Moravia, which is about maybe 25, 30 minutes north of Ithaca.
1: Um, Which side of the lake?
0: North. So, straight north.
1: Okay, straight north of Ithaca. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, um, if you go to Lansing, it's like halfway. If you're in Lansing, it's halfway there. Okay. Um, I've been there a few times. Um, It's just under 1,000 acres of state park land in, in Moravia. It's got five waterfalls. And I was doing a little research, so um, it's named after the 13th president of the United States of America, Millard Fillmore, who.
1: I thought fun, that name sounded familiar. Yeah,
0: fun, fun fact for you: <laughs> It was born five miles from the town of Moravia. So we have like a lot of like um, American history in upstate New York. Very mm-hmm. cool. Um, the park's pretty cool because it offers like swimming in the summertime. It's got picnic tables, pavilions. It's got cabins, so you can camp there um activities in the wintertime include snowmobiling. there's you can go hiking there you know camping there you can go cross-country skiing there um it's a really cool spot like i said it's not too far from Ithaca. um really cool falls and super accessible to everyone of all abilities
1: okay right out and how many times have you been there
0: uh, i've been there twice i was in there in the spring and in the summertime. i have not been there in the time which i would love to go check out in time okay um like i said like it's yeah half hour from Ithaca. Uh, If you want to get out of town, but not really drive a couple hours, it's it's right there.
1: And uh, the two times that you went, did you stay overnight? Did you do day trips? What was it like for you?
0: Um, It was a a day hike loop. Okay. Um, I have not camped there yet. I'd be curious to camp there. Um, I'm sure it's probably pretty easy and accessible with the the campground there. Um, It is in New York State, uh, State Park, um, with all the amenities there.
1: And what makes this trail or what makes this place unique compared to some of the places that we've talked about over the past few weeks here? I think it's one of your best
0: bang for your bucks. Okay. Um, a half hour drive from if you live in Ithaca, um, it's not too far from, from Syracuse, and you can get a lot of boxes checked there. Um, you get the views there, um, get like a nice hike there, you get the camp there, you have uh, activities year round. Um, yeah, it's totally worth with uh, a trip to, to go check it out.
1: Yeah, right on. And then how would you rate the difficulty level of like the trails that you hiked on? Was there a lot of incline? I'd say it's
0: probably pretty flat for both as it comes. Okay. Um, and if you're, if you're just visiting there for a hike, it's pretty easy. If you're camping there, it's super easy. I would say it's probably pretty easy. Okay. Overall, nice. Yeah.
1: And are there scenic overlooks or anything like that? Are there any special lean-tos that you that you checked out, or was it more just kind of hitting the loop and making your getting your cardio um, in? So
0: I read that there is a cabin there that's um, a recreation of Mildred Fillmore's like house you grew up in.
1: Oh, um, really? I
0: have not. I don't know if I've seen it or not. Um, oh, okay. But there are like random lean-tos there, um, and there's there's tons of cool waterfalls there to check out.
1: And do they allow uh, mountain biking or biking on those trails, or is it mostly just walking over there? Yeah, I, I imagine it's mostly walking. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, dude and I, I imagine it's probably beautiful this time of year when the snow's trickling in.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have to put that on our list. For those of you taking notes at home, uh, definitely check it out. And uh, we'll have to try and get out there at some point this spring or this winter. Or this winter. (laughs) The snow has not flown yet. So there's still time to get out there for some hikes. (laughs) Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that pretty much wraps up another episode of the Pulse of Etho podcast. Uh, We'd like to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us uh, tonight. We hope that this interview with uh, Chris O'Brien was enlightening as it was for you as much as it was for us. Yes. it's just so good to, um, to get people on here telling us about their musical influences and what the band has going on. Totally. Uh, and I'm your host, Pete. And of course, I've always been joined by the ever insightful Sean. I hope you also take this opportunity to discover Fillmore Glen State Park. If you love what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Your support goes a long way in helping us bring you the latest and greatest from Ithaca every week. Until next time. Keep your finger on the pulse of Ithaca and make the most of this amazing place we call home. Take care, everyone.